You are listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. I'm Dr. Laura Mock, the life coach for busy dentists. This podcast explores how to feel better in all aspects of our lives so that we can be our best leaders. If you have been feeling stressed about being the owner of your practice and you want to change what you are getting at work and in your personal life, you are in the right place. Well, hi there. I'm Dr. Laura Mock, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today, um, for me, it's the day after Thanksgiving. We actually spent Thanksgiving Day on an airplane. <laughs> I'm talking to you from a place in Mexico that is so clean and comfortable and um, paradisical. I'm just thrilled to be here, and I wrote this script for this podcast episode, sitting next to the pool and the ocean, just listening to the breeze. And I have to say, you know, there's kind of like this culture, this shame culture about traveling right now. But I felt so safe on the plane and very safe here um, on the resort. If you guys have been putting off traveling, just think about it. You know, I know it's pandemic. I'm not going to dole out advice, but it's working great for me. I'm so happy to be here. So yeah, we um, we had our Thanksgiving dinner with our family the day before Thanksgiving. And then all of our kids, because both my husband and I are divorced, our kids have other, um, you know, second families to go celebrate with. So that's what's happening here. And we are here on our own in Mexico. So anyway, on to the subject matter at hand. So we are gearing up here. You know, it's the end of November, so... We're getting ready to close out 2020. And oh my gosh, it's been such a crazy year. And I know it has been for each of you. First of all, we had sort of like the hint of the pandemic and then boom, the big old shutdown. And there's been huge swings in demand. You know, when we first came back, everyone was trying to get in and they had teeth that needed root canals and crowns and things like that. And then all of a sudden it was quiet in October and November. And of course, for us um, in Iowa, we also had the derecho, also known as a land hurricane, which I had never even heard of the word derecho, but I sure know what it means now because it literally destroyed over half of the trees in our city and also homes and, and roofs and garages and cars and things like that. So my patients have been recovering from a natural disaster that was not planned for whatsoever. And then also in 2020, I had a kid start college and another kid go back to boarding school. And so we just have had a lot of things happen in 2020. And now, now that it's almost the end of the year, I feel like it's a really good time to look at the future. I feel like 2020, I spent a lot of time reacting to what was happening. And now I'm ready again to start creating my own future. And I want to point out that if we base our expectations on what we have experienced in the past, then we will always get the same result. So if I'm always just reacting to what's happening, then my brain is going to go on autopilot and I'm going to end up with the same thing that I've always ended up with. And that is because the concept of results or what we have gotten 
from whatever situation we're talking about is an accumulation of the actions that we have taken or made. So, you know, in our practice, let's take a day. In our practice, all the actions that we take are saying hello, how are you, making a nice margin for a crown, um, following up with your hygienist on their goals, you know, um, asking the front desk how things are going with the EOBs uh, for the day, things like that. So all those are individual actions, and then the result is you had a good day, you showed up as a dentist and a leader, that type of thing. So as we're talking about an accumulation of our actions, I want to point out that our actions are always driven by one thing, and that is not a to-do list. It is our own emotions, and that is how the universe or evolution has set it up. We take our actions based on how we're feeling inside our bodies, and that's our emotions. And our emotions come from one place. Just like our actions come from one place, our emotions come from one place, and that is what we are thinking in our brains. And even when we're talking about beliefs, beliefs are just thought habits that we have accumulated or repeating from what has happened to us in the past. So if we want to change what our results are, then we have to work backwards and look at what we're thinking and or believing. Okay, so we have a problem here. If we're talking about future-based thinking, our problem is that our brains are creatures of habits. Now, our brains aren't really creatures, right? I'm anthropomorphizing our brain. But if you kind of think of our brain as like a separate entity, it's got a lot of things to do. And it's real sorry that it takes up so much energy. And it's multitasking all the time. And so what the brain does is it creates shortcuts. And these shortcuts are our assumptions. And sometimes the assumptions that the brain makes are incorrect. I mean, we can look at hundreds of psychological experiments to that demonstrate how the brain jumps to conclusions. And that includes how we think about our practices, you ladies. What we want to do is we want to we want to be aware of the fact that our brain has been jumping to conclusions based on what we've already learned. And this is because what if what we learned is possible or probable or desirable isn't accurate? And what if what we learned, not only is it not accurate, but it's stopping us from dreaming bigger, from going for what we really want because we think we can't have it? What if what our brain is assuming is stopping us from taking the action that would really make a difference in our lives? That's what I want to talk about today. That was a really big buildup to tell you what the name of my <laughs> my episode is today, which is setting an impossible goal. Now, this is a life coach school um, brain hack, as you will. Life coach school is the entity that certified me in my life coach school training. And it's a brain hack because what we're doing is we're using how we understand the brain works to make it work to our advantage instead of this like default way it's been slowing us down or keeping us back. So what do I mean when I say set an impossible goal? What I mean is we choose something that would be really, really great in our practices or our lives that we're pretty sure we can't achieve. <laughs> I know it's 
Uh, just bear with me for a minute. We're pretty sure we can't achieve it. If you set a goal that you're sure you can do, you're doing it wrong for this brain hack. Okay, so we need to reach way, way out there. And what we're going to do is we're going to name the goal, we're going to write it down, and we're going to try to accomplish it even though we're pretty sure we cannot. And what's going to happen is when you say that you have this goal, you're going to... Just a minute. Okay, sorry about that. I got interrupted. And I'm pretty sure I know where I was. <laughs> so I'm going to dive back in. And if I'm repeating myself, just forgive me and say to yourself, hey, she's recording her podcast on her vacation. She's doing the best she can. And now my phone is getting a notification. So professional today, right? There, everything's turned off. Okay. So we set our impossible goal and our brain is going to freak out on us because we have to remember and be gracious to our brains. Our brain's main goal is to keep us alive and that means keeping us safe, which means that if we're taking risks, the brain's default mode is going to be like, no, no, we're not taking that risk. That might hurt us. We're going to stay in this cave where we know it's safe. So we're going to we're going to name the goal. We're going to write it out. We're going to tell some people, hey, I'm setting an impossible goal. And then your brain is going to tell you all of the reasons why you cannot achieve the goal. And that is going to feel very uncomfortable. But you're going to take your life coach friend's advice, Dr. Laura Mock, and you're going to go, you know what? Maybe this discomfort would be useful. I'm just going to sit with this discomfort for a little bit. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make a list of all the reasons why I can't attain this goal. And when you make that list, what you've done is you have written out the obstacles that you have for your goal. And what you're going to do is you're going to take that a step further, make a second column in your list, and right next to each obstacle, you are going to write out a possible strategy that you could utilize to overcome that obstacle. And from that strategy list, you can make your action plan for how you are going to accomplish this impossible goal. And what's going to happen is for a whole year, you are going to experience the discomfort of realizing that you probably are not going to attain this goal, but at the same time, you are going to keep trying. And why is it so good to feel this discomfort, this uncomfortable feeling of knowing that you're not going to make it? Well, another brain hack here, and just trust me, if you can embrace discomfort in your life, you can basically achieve anything you put your mind to. So it's teaching you to be comfortable with your discomfort. It's teaching you to be aware of what it feels like to be uncomfortable, to feel unsure, to label it, and know that it's okay to feel it. You don't have to run away from feeling uncomfortable. In fact, the more you embrace it, the less obstacles, the fewer obstacles you'll have in your life. So I'm going to give you an example of this. Um, we're talking about a year of practicing discomfort. When 2019 started, I made an impossible goal for my year 2019, and it was to get myself out of debt 100% by the end of the year. <laughs> I'm, I'm a dentist. 
And my husband and I have a side hustle of um, owning real estate properties, usually um, residential, like we have a fourplex and a twoplex and um, a couple of single family homes and stuff like that. So um, for me to say that I was going to get out of debt was pretty much ridiculous. But I wrote down all of the reasons why I couldn't. And from that, I made an action plan. And we spent 2019 working diligently to get out of debt. I paid off two equipment loans and a line of credit for my dental practice. And we positioned ourselves to get rid of three properties that really weren't high yield properties for us. And by the end of 2019, I still had my big giant, um, not big giant, it's a lot smaller than it used to be, but my, my main practice loan that I have from first purchasing and then re renovating my practice and we have some real estate loans from other properties but I had basically in essence I had decreased the amount of monthly payments that we were making by not half but quite a bit and keep in mind in 2019 I had no idea that I was going to be asked to close my practice for three months but what happened is when 2020 rolled around and the pandemic came I was in a much better place than I would have been when the when the pandemic hit. And I was patting myself on the back for living and being in discomfort during 2019. So that's an example of how an impossible goal can situate you for success. Now, I wanna tell you about my impossible goal for 2021. It's a big one. <laughs> I'm probably not going to make it, but I'm just going to tell you that way I have made my goal public. I started my coaching business halfway through 2019, and I would say in the first 12 months of um, existence, I probably made, oh, maybe $20,000, $25,000 from just my coaching business. I'm not talking about dentisting, just coaching. Like This is what women paid me to help them with their practices. And now, um, so that was in the first 12 months, and now I'm six months into my second 12 months. And what I'm gonna do is I'm going to set my 2021 goal for my coaching business, okay? And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say that in 2021, I'm going to make as much as a coach as I do in my dentistry. <laughs> So since I told you how much I made in my first 12 months, you can see that this is not a very realistic goal. But at the same time, there are other coaches in other industries who have made more than my dental income. So I know in some ways that it's possible. It's just that for me, it's a really big jump. And I also want to point out that in that second half or that that the past six months, my income as a, as a coach has very wide, varied widely from, you know, one or $2,000 a month to there was one month when I made a little over my dental salary for, um, for that month. So what I'm saying is it's not completely unreachable. It's just that my mind is already freaking out saying, well, that's not sustainable, Laura. And, you know, I'm already into that part where I make my list of things that reasons why I cannot set this goal. I mean, I 
what about the time? Like, I, in order for me to make that much, that means that I have to be providing you, my listeners, with incredible amounts of value even before you ever become a client because I have to show you that what I have to offer is going to change your life. That is my job. And that's my commitment to you as my free people out there. I am out here showing you what I can do for you. And that takes time. I have to make podcast scripts. I have to, my, my Facebook group that I joined, which by the way, if you haven't joined my Facebook group, it is going to be, and it is already a wonderful community where just female practice dental owners can gather together in a safe and positive environment to talk about what's happening every day. I come in there, I give you something valuable, we talk about stuff, but I have to make sure in my impossible goal of bringing in this much income as a coach that I am showing you that it's pretty much the best investment you could ever make to hire me as a coach. And I'm like, what about the time? How am I going to be seen? How am I going to put my my content, my ideas in front of more female dentists so that the ones that I'm meant to help can hear me and see me and share me with their friends? This is the type of thing that my brain is freaking out on right now. Now, of course you knew this question was coming, and here it is. What could your impossible goal be for 2021? I want to take a couple of minutes to help you, help guide you through the mental process of setting an impossible goal for yourself and shake up your own world and not only practice feeling uncomfortable, but can you imagine at the end of 2021 how you could be patting yourself on the back for setting that impossible goal and overcoming strategies, overcoming obstacles through strategies in your life. So I want you to start with what truly makes you happy or what makes you feel more love or more excitement. And whatever feeling you love to feel about your practice or your life, let's go there and let's just name some things that really make you excited, okay? And then the follow-up question is, what have you been assuming is out of reach? What has your brain been taking you on an autopilot ride telling you that you can't do that thing that would be so nice, so amazing in your life? So this could have to do with elimination of debt like I did in 2019. It could have to do with bringing in more revenue like I'm going to do in 2021. It could be with maximizing your profit. So it has nothing to do with changing the amount of money you're bringing in. It has to do with maybe minimizing your expenses or changing the type of procedure that you do that maximizes your profit over your expenses. It could be in setting time off because you guys, time is the new wealth right? So have you been taking vacation? Um, how many weeks have you been taking? Could you push it to an unrealistic goal of more time off, more time to be with your kids or your spouse or yourself or get away to Mexico or Europe or what is it that you have been dreaming about that you've been telling yourself is impossible? A couple more couple more ideas and then I'll move on and then I would love to hear 
from you guys about what you're um, what you're thinking you might put down for your impossible goal. So just a reminder, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, it's called Love Your Practice. If you cannot find it, just friend me. I'm Laura Mock. And I, if any female dental practice owners friend me, then I just assume they want to be in my group. <laughs> and I'll add you. And then you can unfriend me if you don't want to. Just whatever. Just whatever works for you. But um, I want to see you in there. And I want to hear from you about what you're thinking about your impossible goal. So a couple more ideas. I'm going a little bit out of order. But again, just forgive me for doing a podcast on my vacation. Um, what about dropping the next PPOs? What about dropping all of the PPOs this year? What about dropping Delta Dental and stopping with the giant um, uh, write-offs that you've been accepting? Or what about a health goal? It could be um, building muscle. And I don't know how you would um, measure that, but we could figure out a way. Maybe it would be um, measuring your body fat percentage from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Or maybe it would just be losing weight or a special new skill. You know, maybe even meaning to place implants or become a fellow in the dental sleep board or something like that. Dental Sleep Academy. I can't remember what it's called right now, but you guys know what I'm talking about. A new skill that would really rev up your life. So now you're going to pick the thing that it seems amazing but impossible, and then you're going to let your brain freak out and just know that it's a part of the process. And now sit in front of a piece of paper and physically write down what is standing in your way. What is your brain freaking out about? Now write a line through the center of the page and on the other half, start back over at the top and write down how you could imagine a solution to each of those obstacles. There's a solution. Maybe it'll end up taking you more than a year and maybe you won't quite make your impossible goal, but I promise you that you will have learned how to embrace discomfort and you will have gotten so much farther than you would have had you not set that impossible goal. So that is my challenge to you. And I will see you in my Facebook group um, to talk about how we're going to do it. And let's share with each other the obstacles and the strategies that we come up with. Thank you so much for listening. I just want to thank you guys. Lately, um, my podcast listenership has increased a lot. I don't know if it's because it's been a year now or just word has been spreading, but I love seeing that you're hearing me. I love helping you. This is my mission and I can't wait to hear from you. Thanks everybody. Thank you for listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. If you find this podcast helpful and want more, I would love to see you over in my listener support group in Facebook. It's a free and growing group of female dental practice owners who want a supportive place to ask questions and be inspired. To find us, search in Facebook groups for the Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists listener support group. Or you can just friend me on Facebook. I'm Laura Mock, like Mock Speed. I can't wait to see you in there.